This is Meg Tilton at the 8 Cow Life, and you are listening to episode number 60, How to Choose Your Passion. This is the 8 Cow Life, a place where LDS women, and really any woman, can come to learn how every aspect of their life is beautiful and has purpose. A place to help you realize how important you are, and that this place we call Earth just wouldn't be the same without you. So sit back and take a breather in that unfolded laundry, and let's chat for a moment about your amazing life. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the podcast this week. I'm so glad you're here once again. (laughs) Oh, can I just tell you for a minute, can I just air some grievances that I have? I have a love-hate relationship with my kids going back to school. I love it because I have more time to myself and my house isn't as chaotic. Those are probably some of the reasons I don't like it too. I mean, I love my kids, but it's good for us to have time apart. But the one reason I don't like my kids going back to school is because they start getting sick. We have already all been sick in this family and we're only at September 10th, 2018. Like they haven't even been in, they've been in school for about a month. I have a little one who didn't go to preschool today because she wasn't feeling well. So I had to take her to the doctor. Of course, she tested negative for strep. My kids rarely get strep, which I know I should be really grateful for. But in some cases, my husband, when I called him and told him, he was like, darn it. (laughs) Because if they do have strep, then they can have medicine, right? And then you can get it fixed and you're on your way. But when it's a virus, you kind of just have to let it run its course. So sometimes it takes longer than you want it to take. And I have not been feeling super well this last week. I mean, I've still been functioning and doing things, but I just had um, a physical done, which I encourage everybody to do, just a regular physical with my doctor, and I had to have blood work done. And I've been so tired and run down, I was like, I'm sure I have cancer or something. I'm sure he's going to find something totally wrong with me. Nope, I'm healthy as a horse. I'm just tired because I'm a mom of five kids and I'm in my 40s and I haven't been feeling well. So there you go. I know that's, I wasn't hoping that I had cancer, but I was kind of hoping that there was something that I could take a pill for or something so that I wouldn't be so tired. Anyway, I know I'm very glad and I'm very blessed that I have really good health right now. So um, anyway, I'm not trying to downplay that by any means. It's just that I've been super tired. So, (laughs) but I think that's just as what momhood is. Like, I really genuinely think that I'm going to be tired the rest of my life. And then when I finally can sleep, my mother and mother-in-law tell me that then you can't sleep. So that's awesome. Can't wait. Anyway, so I'm so glad you're here. Thanks for listening to my little tangent rant there for a minute. Um, I hope you went and listened to last week's podcast on focus. I've gotten a lot of really good feedback on that podcast and it has some really, really awesome tips on how to really focus your time and have it work for you to get the things that you want to accomplished. So make sure you check that one out if you haven't listened to it. And this week's podcast is going to be great. So I'm going to ask a favor of you. If you like what you hear today or on any other podcast that you've listened to, please take a moment and go hop on over to iTunes and leave me a review. 
on how the podcast is helping you so that iTunes can help promote it more and can reach more women who are just like you. Or if you're a man who's listening, can reach a woman in your life who may need what I am talking about. So hop on over there, give me a rating. You can just either just rate it. You don't even have to write a review. Of course, I love to read your reviews because they're awesome and you guys are always so nice. Um, But uh, yeah, so if you could do that for me this week, I would adore you for that. Okay, so I'm super happy you're here because we are going to talk about how to choose your passion. And I'm going to give you some really concrete action steps to take in order to do this. And I think this will really help you in this area. One of the most common stumbling blocks I see with a lot of my clients is that they know that they want to contribute more to the world and that they have gifts to share, but they just don't know exactly what that gift is or what it should look like and how they should share it. So I've had a lot of clients who are like, I know I, I have something that I need to give to the world, but I just don't know what it is. Or they have something picked out, but they're just like, but how do I share this? How do I put it out there? What do, exactly do I do? So I have come up with three important steps that I think you should follow if you are struggling with what it is you want to do or what even your passion really is. And I've categorized these as the three things are think, that's the first thing we're going to talk about. The second thing is do, and the third thing is ask. Okay, so let's start with think. I just have to say that God had it really together when he created us humans. And I want you and you need to believe that, that he created you exactly how you need to be in order to accomplish the things that he needs you to do and that you need to do so that you feel like your life is complete. He gave us these amazing bodies that are capable of doing seemingly impossible tricks. I mean, have you ever watched the Olympics, like the gymnasts? Now, my body was not created equally to theirs, but it would have the ability to do that if I trained it really hard. And not only are we have these bodies that can do great physical, like athletic things, but they are also capable of handling extreme physical hardships, which I think is just amazing. I mean, if you've ever followed Stephanie Nielsen of the Nini Dialogues, like she was in a plane crash and burned on 80% of her body. I mean, the amount of hardship that her body was asked to endure was amazing and she's thriving and doing so well. So our bodies can do so much. Now, he has also given us this incredible computer called the brain. Now, the thing that I find really amazing about the brain is that we have not even figured out really how our brain exactly works. And yet at the same time, our brains have figured out things that in the past we thought were 100% impossible. I mean, think about it. If you are anywhere in the 70s or 80s in your birth years, even the 90s, like thinking that you would carry around a computer in your pocket 
is unbelievable. I never would have been able to fathom that that was even a possibility when I was a child. And so I was even thinking about this the other day. What are the things that when my kids are raising their kids that will be happening that I can't even fathom right now? I mean, I'm excited actually. So it really is, no pun intended, mind-boggling what our brains are capable of producing and coming up with. The possibilities are endless when it comes to the capacity of our brain. But all too often, we use our brain against us instead of for us. And this all goes back to how we started out as humankind is that our brains can create and dream up unbelievable things, but it also has this job of protecting us. And so if it senses that we are doing something that isn't really comfortable, it will start sending warning signs to the rest of our body. And these warning signs are called emotions. Now, what I see a lot with my clients is that they are trying to figure out their passion, and so their brain gets really overwhelmed with all the possibilities of what they could be doing, and it gets bogged down in the nitty gritty of how it's all going to happen, that it kind of shuts down and reverts to the all too common mental death trap that I refer to as the I don't know. And really, that's just our brain doing its job trying to keep us safe because it doesn't want to expend any more extra energy than it needs to. And when we're pushing it to go out in these uncomfortable areas that we're going to have to do things that don't feel good, then our brain's like, let's not do that. That's not a good idea. So in order to get past this, you are going to have to do something differently. And that something is to think differently. Now, what I want you to do is I want you to get out a piece of paper and I want you to write down all the things that you are passionate about, all the things that make you feel alive, all the things that you're interested in, all the things that you've ever kind of dreamed about doing in your life. Nothing is off limits. And all the things you feel like you might be called to do need to be on that list. And I don't want you to worry about how or when this thing is going to be accomplished. I just want you to brainstorm and really write it all down on paper. Okay, so go do that. Okay, have you done it? I hope you have. Now, you may come back to me saying, um, but see Meg, there are so many. How could I ever choose just one? There's so many things I'm interested in. How am I supposed to know what I'm passionate about? That's one thing that you could ask me. Or you could be saying, there are so few. Maybe I just wasn't meant to do anything. I just have no idea what I want to do. Remember that I don't know trap. And I want you to stop thinking that way. Because what you're doing is you're overthinking it. You're getting into the how. You're getting into the when. And you have to stop overthinking it and making this unnecessarily hard in order for you to succeed. So that's where I want you to just think. I want you to let your brain just go crazy on the possibilities of the things that seem to really like light you up and make you excited and make you want to get out there. 
Okay, so that's really where the thinking part's gonna come in. The thinking is really through all of it, but this is the initial thing where I want you to think about all the possibilities of what you could do. So like, for example, do you wanna go back to school and become a nurse? Do you wanna go back to school and become a doctor? And you're 45? Like, write it down. Don't let the how or the when stop you. Do you want to open your own business? Do you want to write a children's book? Do you want to become an exercise instructor? There are so many possibilities out there. Just write anything down that excites you. So like on my list, what I would write would be, I have a lot of things that I'm excited, like become an interior designer, become a really good photographer of food and write a cookbook become a surgeon. That's definitely on one of my lists of things that I would love to do. Become a nurse. That was something I actually was heavily considering. Actually, I am kind of a nurse. I'm a vet nurse, but I was thinking of becoming a human nurse, right? Open my own store, my own home decor store. That's another thing that I was excited about and was a possibility at one point for me. Okay. So just let your mind go crazy and write everything down. Now, once you have that list, this is where we're going to jump into the do phase. And what I want you to do is I want you to look at that list and I want you to pick one, just one of those things that you wrote down. And I want you to dedicate a half an hour every day for the next 30 days to learning everything you can about this one thing that you wrote down. So here's an example. If the thing you picked was making and selling leather earrings, and I picked this one because I am a big fan of a company called Nickel and Suede who sells leather earrings, okay? So if this is your passion, because there's a lot of other people out there that make leather earrings, I want you to spend a few days of this 30 days in your half hour, I want you to spend a few of those days researching where to buy leather, what tools you need in order to make the earrings, what kind of styles you want to make, and just anything else that you think might go into actually having to make the product, okay? So this is like the first couple days are gonna be the research phase, okay? Of really just finding out, how do I do this? What would it look like? what things would be required for me to purchase and buy and put into place. Now, once you have done all of that, I then want you to go actually buy some leather and cut out some earrings and figure out how much you would sell them for, where you would sell them, how you would market yourself, etc. Okay? No matter what happens, I want you to stick to this 30-day commitment to yourself. It's only 30 minutes every day. It's not that long, but you have to stick to it. And the reason you have to stick to it is because you have to give yourself time practicing your passion. Now, once you've practiced it, quote unquote, for 30 days, at the end of the 30 days is the time that you're going to move into what I'm calling the asking phase. Now, the asking phase is where you now get to take an inventory of how you felt and the results you saw from the doing phase. And here are some questions I'd like you to ask yourself at the end of these 30 days. One, 
was I excited to work on my passion for a half hour every day? Because here's the thing, you don't have to know how, you don't have to know when to be excited about something and you can still get up and work on it every day and be excited. So were you excited every day to work on it? Now, maybe you weren't, maybe you were excited 26 out of the 30 days, but I would still consider that a pretty good success rate. So overall, were you excited to get up and work on that every day for half an hour? Number two, were you trying to find more time in your day to dedicate to work on this passion? Like, were you like half an hour is not enough? Like I need more because this is awesome. Number three, Could you see yourself doing this in a year, two years, five years, 20 years? Could you see yourself really diving in and dedicating yourself to this passion? Number four, do you believe in what you're doing? Do you feel that it is a good cause and something that you were made to do? Does it fill you up and make you feel more complete? That's number five. Number six, do you want to tell everybody around you about it and just go, you need this in your life. Like seriously, you need it. (laughs) You need those pair of leather earrings because they're going to make you look awesome. And number seven, are you proud of it? Is it something that makes you proud that you get to be a part of and share with other people? So basically what you need to do here is take an inventory of whatever that passion was that you wrote down and see if it created feelings of hope and possibility and it made you excited. Now notice, I didn't ask you if it scared you. Because the feeling of being scared is never a good judge for us. It never is. It will never serve you in the way that it needs to. So I am passionate about helping women like you find their passions. And I'm going to be honest with you. It scares me a lot of the time. There are things that I don't know. And there are things I don't know that I don't know, but I push back against that scared, fearful feeling and I keep be going because the excitement and the possibility of what following this dream for me will do for others and for myself is greater than the fear. And I want you to experience that as well. I am excited to get out of bed and work on it every day. And the thought of not doing it scares me more than doing it. Now, I can hear one other possible complaint. 30 days is too long. I don't want to waste 30 days of my life on something I don't like. Because this is what will happen. You'll get to the end of the 30 days and either you'll be like, yeah, this is totally it. Or you're going to say, no way, this is not it at all. And we fear that the latter will happen, that we'll get to the end of the 30 days and figure out that it's something that we don't want to do. Immediately, our brain is going to say, well, if there's any possibility of being at something that we don't want to do, then we should never even try because we're going to be wasting our time. But guess what? You've probably just wasted the last year, two years, 10 years, 15 years of your life trying to figure out what your passion is because you never took this step to actually dive into something and try it. So really 30 days is a drop in the bucket. 
And I want you to do it long enough, and I think 30 days is plenty long, so that you are 100% certain you know that you either want to keep going or you are darn sure that you never want to cut another piece of leather in your life, okay? Or write another book or teach another exercise class or, you know, start a business. Like you are 100% sure that is not for you. You have to be willing to test the waters of your interest to find that sweet spot where there's excitement, there's the possibility, it fills you. You can see it contributing to the world and giving value and worth to not only yourself, but others. You have to be willing to definitively flush out the things that you aren't meant to do. And it just takes practice like everything else. It may seem a bit arduous at times, but it is a process that will help you stop hanging out in the I don't know land and get you on the path of where you want to be, okay? So I really encourage you to try this and try it out and then let me know how it goes. I would love to hear how it goes. Like if you're like, dang, I totally found it and it's awesome. Or nope, that's not it, okay? Do that exercise and then get back to me and let me know how it goes because I'm excited for you. Well, I will talk to you next week on the podcast where I will have another great podcast to help you discover and go after your passion and start learning the things that you need to to get your value out in the world that only you can give. All right, until then, have a great week and I will talk to you soon. Bye-bye.